Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Smith rifles that one to Mims. And that's a foot race. He's going to win. Touchdown, Baylor. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Five straight games, Anthony, where he's got a touchdown catch of over 20. That's To the middle of that line, and it's a touchdown. Big return for Crowder. 85 yards. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires end zone. It's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and it's <laughs> the Qinator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to recap day number 11 of New York Jets training camp at Florham Park with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And, of course, above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, it drizzled a little bit, not enough for practice to be moved inside or anything like that, but it did seem like a bit of an omen for what's been going on with the Jets and what continues to go on with the Jets in terms of injuries. Oh, listen, the weather was the best part of the day today. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought we were going to be uh, poured on, or, and so they were going to put us inside, but they kept it outside, and the rain managed to hold off for most practice, and it was a nice, cool, like, 70 degrees, so that was the best part of practice today, because just about everything on the field was bad, 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 gross, uh, ugly, boring, uh, any other superlative, negative superlatives you can think of. Let's start with the wide receivers. So oh the boy. Jets are already down to the bare bones there. We thought that Brashad Perriman was coming back today. He did not. We thought maybe Denzel Mims might come back today. He did not. We thought Lawrence Cager, who's flashed in camp, would be back today. He was not. What we got was Jeff Smith, Josh Malone, Chris Hogan. But what we also got 
was Jeff Smith getting hurt. So then you were down to Chris Hogan and Josh Malone. Those were your two wide receivers for the Jets, or at least so we thought, until a hero came along. Chris, you know who I'm talking about. An unexpected white knight showed up in the form of George Campbell. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I made a joke the other day about during the scrimmage about uh, Braxton. I wrote my notes, Braxton Berrios was MVPing it. Well, today George Campbell was MVPing it. He, he was the MVP of the offense. Uh, he made a bunch of really nice plays. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jehu Chesson was getting a bunch of uh, run there. Josh Malone. Uh, when Jeff Smith went out, he, he hurt his shoulder, and you could see him favoring it as he went off. And, again, I, I have no skin in the game about the Jets, but I'm, I watched him go off the field holding his shoulder, and I was just like, oh, my. Like my, I'm like head, hang my head. Like what, what else could go wrong with this receiver group? Especially now, Gase made the. I don't. It, I thought it was weird at the time when Gase told us uh, it was middle of the week, and he's uh, we expect him back Saturday. Coaches very rarely give you like a specific day, so it, we, we all found that a lot a little odd. And this is why they don't do that because he wasn't back today. Um, but yeah, and then. You know, Jeff Smith hasn't been killing it the entire camp, but he's looked solid. He he's looked good. He looks like somebody who could contribute in a pinch, like they definite and they're being super pinched now. Um and then he goes and he has to walk off and he's not back on the field. Uh so you know, pray for George Campbell, basically is what I'm saying right now, because every time one of these receivers starts popping up and doing something good. Something bad happens. Um, just all around, there's just nothing there with this group. Uh, they've got some decent guys, but outside of Crowder, there's just, just nothing. And they can't – what they have can't stay healthy. And this is, this is just terrible for Sam Darnold. The, the, Third year of Sam Darnold, development of Sam Darnold, and you have this as the receivers, and it's 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 really troubling and baffling how you know you especially considering this year the pandemic, this weird training camp, all this stuff. You had to know there was going to be more. I mean, look at San Francisco. San Francisco is uh, they had much better receivers, but they're having just as many injury issues as the Jets, if not more, even. Um, so you can't you can you can't blame them for these injuries. But going into camp, it was obvious how weak they were here, and Joe Douglas and Adam Gase deserve some some blame for that. I know it's just the first year of Joe Douglas getting this rebuild, and I've said before, like there was going to be some position that he had to kind of uh, pass on this year and wait till the next year. But they couldn't afford for that position to be wide receiver with Sam Darnold going to his third year. But here we are. This is going to be really rough for Sam Darnold's development. But as you said, let's hope that George Campbell, A, doesn't get hurt, and B, that he continues what he did today because the Jets could use all the help they can get. And 
Campbell will never have a better opportunity than he has in front of him right now with all these other guys hurt. We'll get into what Gase said about the injuries to the other players in a bit, but let's also touch on this as far as wide receiver goes, Chris. Dante Moncrief has been signed by the Jets. They had to do something, and unfortunately, while Moncrief isn't great, he's the best guy they could get. And before anybody starts going crazy about it one way or the other, the reality is... We are at the end of August right now. It's not like teams are going to be trading awesome receivers. The guys that are still available are just not very good. Moncrief's got speed. He was somebody that flashed coming out of college at Ole Miss. He's been very erratic as a pro, had injury issues. He's nothing special, but they had to do something, and this was really the best they could do right now. Yeah, and uh, when you're looking at it like with the uh comparisons to even somebody like Kevin White. Uh, I do think that uh, Moncrief is, is the more, the, the higher floor type of guy. Um, and with the options available, I, he's probably the highest floor at the, you know, they already got the highest floor guy available with Chris, uh, uh, with Chris Hogan. And I think they just went out and got him again. And after practice now, there's, you know, there's talk that they might have to go out and get another one, and Demarius Thomas's name is coming up again. Um, so this uh, this is where they're at. And again, you can the injuries you can't control, but if they came into this season into training camp with better uh, depth there and more actual players there, they'd be better set off. But uh, you know. Yeah, go ahead and bring in Dante Moncrief. It, it's not going to hurt. I mean, uh, they they don't. It's not like they they have to get rid of some superstar possible uh, potential there. It's so go ahead, give him a shot. See what he's got. Hopefully, he can stay healthy, and then he can at least help and be a, a steady target. Uh, you know, again, he's not going to be a guy who's just going to dominate and be wide open all the time. But it, it it's better than what they got right now. And what they got is not a heck of a lot. And as I said, we'll talk about the injury situation with those guys a little bit later on. But it's not great right now. The running back situation is weird. Talked about this with Manish yesterday, Chris. Kalen Balage enters the running back room. You've already got the Michael P. Ryan, Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore. Bell got the bulk of the carries today, but there seems to be this narrative forming that Gore is outperforming Bell in camp. Is that how you see it as somebody who's been there every day? And do you think that Balaj entering this running back carousel is a little bit odd, considering that it seems like there's not going to be enough carries for everybody as it is? The way I'm, I'm looking at what's going on with Bell and Gore right now, it's, it's, part of it is it's similar to what we went through last year with Bell, where it's just... The offensive line was just so bad in run blocking that he couldn't get anything going. And with Le'Veon Bell's style, his patient style, to wait for things to open up, to bounce stuff around, it's harder to do when you have such a terrible run blocking scheme. So, you know, they would switch it up to somebody who would just be – the Blau power was more just see the hole, hit the hole. That's never been Le'Veon Bell's style. Um, so it's, it's really hard for me to sit here and try to like read into this as to what Le'Veon Bell has lost or not lost, because first off, he is in great physical shape. Second off, 
when I do see him uh, cut and take off and explode through a hole, he cuts, takes off, and explodes through the hole just like I've ever seen. Um, I don't see anything that's making me look at Le'Veon Bell like he's washed. He doesn't have it anymore. Uh, this, Like I, I said after the scrimmage, the first play of the scrimmage, there was a, an open hole to his right. He passed it up and went right into a pile in the middle. That that was bad. That that happens every every once in a while. Uh, that was the only time that I've seen that happen this training camp. I I don't see the same negatives with Le'Veon Bell right now that everybody that other people seem to see. But with Frank Gore, Frank Gore is somebody who's just gonna take the handoff and he's just going to go right through a hole. Um, so I do think there's something to the, the uh, idea that Frank Gore, it might be a better fit in what this terrible offensive line and offense is going to need. But the, and then we're back here at my overall arching uh, training camp running backs uh, portion where it's just really hard to judge these guys. Um, in training camp when they're not getting hit uh it, it, it's really hard to uh, to to judge running backs but when i watch Le'Veon bell move i don't see somebody who i'm like yeah he's not what he used to be i just don't see that no matter who the running back is it seems like the offense is just having trouble and to be fair as you said so many injuries and the issues with the offensive line it's bound to happen but as we get closer and closer to the season it's got to make you worry a little bit I understand that you're dealing with fourth string wide receivers for Sam Darnold, but this is an offense that didn't look good at all again today. Yeah, and I'm going to go back to what we said all last year. If if Le'Veon Bell's not the most ideal best fit with this offensive line, we'll go ahead and line him out wide sometimes. Let use him as a decoy, especially with as bad as this receiver group is. Uh, you can use Le'Veon Bell as a receiver more. Um, so maybe that's that's what he should be doing. Um, but it's it's definitely alarming to have these wide receiver issues and then to think that you can't figure out a way to use Le'Veon Bell correctly as well on top of that. Again, this is not helping Sam Darnold in year three you know, what's looked at as a make-or-break year um, when you can really start to try to evaluate a quarterback. Um, and then, yeah, the addition of Kalen Balaj, seventh-round, conditional seventh-round draft pick, I'm not getting worked up over it. It didn't seem to make a lot of sense um, uh, from a running back standpoint. Just mostly, I don't know why they even needed one uh, to bring one in. But, again, seventh-round conditional pick. He might not even make the roster. We were talking beforehand. You brought up the possibility that it's uh, for special teams reason, and that would make all the sense in the world. And if you're going to – okay, cool. Go ahead and give up a seventh-rounder. I don't really care who you're bringing back on the seventh-rounder. It's a seventh-rounder. Uh, you can go ahead and trade that uh, if you want to. Then there's also – the, ro- the rules with the roster are different this year. Your <laughs> practice squad's allowed to be a little bit bigger. You're allowed to protect a certain amount of players. I'm not sure where Kalen Balazs' uh, status fits on being able to use him there, that type of situation. But you can do some different things with the roster that you can't normally do. So maybe that 
plays a factor into this as well. Um, but when you're giving up a seventh round conditional draft pick, I'm on, I'm just, I'm honestly here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time, my time looking into the whys of it when we're going to find out in a week anyway. Um, and it's a seventh round draft pick. Uh, at most they'll give up a seventh round draft pick and there's a good chance that they won't give up anything if he, if he doesn't make the, the roster right after camp. So, um, but it's, it's one of those things that just like the, Running back is probably not the position you need to be focusing on right now. But, you know, if they use him as special teams, then that makes all the sense in the world. Cool. But yeah, it's there's just not a lot of positions you can look at with the Jets and feel good about right now. And wide receiver, you certainly can't do that. Running back, you can't do that. But a large part, that's due to the offensive line and their running that you can't – because you can't do it with them either. It just doesn't look good. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Gase did talk about Kalen Balaj on special teams after practice, and we'll get to that in a bit. But first, before we get to some of the good news, let's just get the rest of the bad news out of the way. Mar missed another kick today. The two kickers they have are both terrible. I mentioned on the show with Manish yesterday that perhaps they should consider bringing in Steven Hauschka, who was recently released by the Bills. Not what he used to be, but certainly better than what the Jets have, because if they have to rely on either of these two guys, it's going to be really ugly. And Chris, if they can't get Steven Hauschka, maybe they can get somebody who used to cover the team. I believe you had somebody in mind specifically. Yeah, well, uh, there was... This is something that was on all of our reporters' minds because there was a lot of comments about Hauschka. Uh, there was uh, bring back Ross Martin. 
uh, a Taylor Bertolette callback to bring him back. And then I just said, get Popper on the phone. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Popper used to cover the Jets uh, for the Daily News. And uh, for people that don't know this story, he's a younger kid, but uh, he was talking to us about how he can kick field goals and telling us stories about him and his friends going having these bets. And, you know, we've all we've all have a friend who te- who tells us they could hit a home run or they can make a 50 yard field goal. And we all know that guy. So we're all just uh, uh, cracking on a pop or joking on him like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then one day we made him do it inside the field house and made him kick a 35-yard field goal. He had, like, loafers on, and we brought Brant Boyer out to to watch him and evaluate him, and he kicked it, and he made it. So every time there's kicking problems, get Popper on the phone, bring Popper back, good kid, like that kid anyway, and he can get you a 35-yard field goal on loafers. So I I know that, and and believe me, there's – you think there's a lot of pressure with 50,000, 60,000 fans. I bet you that pressure was uh, – there was more pressure him doing that in front of all of us than there is the fans because he knew he would never hear the end of it if he couldn't get it through with that. Um, so, yeah, bring Popper back because they need it. This What they got right now is nothing to feel confident about. I, I feel like this is – that can just kind of be my stock answer for every question you throw at me for the rest of – uh, this year is yeah there's nothing to feel confident about Chris let's get to some good news before we talk about what Adam Gase had to say and recap the injury situation Quinn and Williams had a nice day Marcus May had a nice day and we saw the return of a guy that we assume is going to be a key piece of the defense as a starting cornerback in Pierre Desir yeah the, the Quinn had a nice sack Marcus May had that had a nice sack and also broke up a, a possible touchdown pass in the end zone. It, that was actually probably Darnold's best throw on the day. He was hitting, trying to hit Herndon in the back of the end zone. But like I said, the, the Chris, Marcus made the Chris Herndon stopper. He's the only one that's stopping Herndon so far, and he did it again. Excellent coverage, swatted the ball away. Pierre Desir was back out there today on the field. He was running mostly with the twos. Um, Brian Poole came back too. He he was mostly working on the side, did a little bit of special team stuff. Avery Williamson starting to do a little bit more on the field, so they they are getting some guys back on defense, um, and and that's obviously good. It it was mostly uh, uh it was Mallette and Bless Austin running with the ones on the outside there today. Uh, so you know we'll see. Uh, what what happens over these next couple practices if Pierre Desir works his way back in there. Again, I feel pretty confident right now that Bless Austin is going to be one of the starters. So it'll basically just be, does is there enough time for Pierre Desir to prove that he should be the, the starter over Arthur Millette? And I'd, I'd say there's enough time for that to be the, the case. Um, again, Avery Williams is getting some more work. So they're starting to get some more guys on the defensive side of the ball, um, which, which is a good thing. But, you know, again, there's still there's still plenty of problems throughout the team on both sides. What's going on with the injuries, Chris? We touched on some with the wide receiver, but let's go through them all. Laundry list as it may be, what do we know about the injury situation as of this moment? Rashad Perriman, like I said, he was supposed to. They thought that he would be ready today, but that swelling has not gone down yet. They 
wisely just uh, shied away from giving us a specific day. Uh, again, um, Greg Van Roten uh, got hurt, and he was limited in practice today. Uh, let's see, Jeff Smith went down. Uh, Mims is starting to do a little bit more stuff on the sidelines, so maybe in the next couple of days we could see something from him. Um, Cager is still out right now, and I this that they're definitely considering even more options outside of just Moncrief to bring in a different receiver. Um, and yeah, but it's really uh, the the Jeff Smith injury today that's that jumped out because it's just you know Cager went out and he we don't have any signs of him coming back anytime soon. At least Perriman, you think is gonna be close i i don't have any good feeling about cager being anywhere close um and then the, the jeff smith thing again it uh gates didn't sound optimistic at all on that um yeah and like i said there's still the swelling in the knee repairman it, it's just it's just ugly everything it's just ugly all around right now Adam Gase spoke after practice. He said everything is on the table regarding a question about whether or not the Jets will bring in Demarius Thomas. As much as a lot of people don't want to hear this, it kind of would make sense at this point because there are not a lot of options, as Chris and I said, involving the Dante Moncrief signing. Plus, Thomas actually likes Adam Gase, enjoys playing for him, and knows the scheme. So perhaps we see him at some point. They're going to be at MetLife Stadium tomorrow, so not Florham Park. Going to be more like a practice than a scrimmage, though. So for people that were thinking it was going to be scrimmage part two, not going to be the case. And as I alluded to earlier, Gase said that a big part of the reason why they wanted to acquire Balage was for special teams ability. Said he wants to help Brand Boyer because of all the injuries and all the players that he's lost on special teams. So makes sense. Maybe Balage even gets in there and gets a shot at some kick returns because he did do that for Gase in 2018. And we know that Vincent Smith is going to be out for a while. So Balage, possible stash candidate. Guy that could work with the special teams for now. Maybe it's not that crazy in terms of acquiring him and overloading the running back room because maybe they're not even really looking at him through the running back lens, at least for 2020. 2021, who knows, but for 2020, maybe he's just here to be a special teams guy. Chris Nimbley, the owner-operator, lead reporter, whole shebang at JetsInsider.com. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about training camp with me. As depressing as it was today, really appreciate it. I'm sure that you've got plenty written up about this at JetsInsider.com. And I would suggest that anybody that does read your takeaway starts with George Campbell because you always want to look on the sunny side of life, don't you? Yeah, absolutely, especially with this team. Because if you don't look for that sun right off the bat, you might never get to it. So, um yeah, I'll have uh, the three observations up, and uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to start uh, really doing more focusing on looking into the season and the season and where they stand and where the, the problem areas are. So I'll have a bunch of that up there for you guys as well. Go ahead and read Chris's very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com. Follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we would be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and Turn on the Jets 
Com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.